Hello and welcome to the 35th episode of the Talking Wednesday podcast. I hope this week's been uh, good for you and this podcast finds you well, even I almost forgot what I nearly said at the start of episodes there. <laughs> I am Dexterity Box, joined as always by Punk Chef 41 uh, and a very special guest this week, uh, our first ever Talking Wednesday podcast guest podcast podcast guest this huge spot that won't go away on my forehead so it's it practically <laughs> gets it gets the, its uh, get the payments a guest chair this week um no we will eventually get guests i've been saying this for 20 episodes now but um we can build yeah, a podcast but we can we build a podcast without them you know yes. so we'll we'll carry on doing that so yeah i hope you've had a good week how's your week been punk mate um ah you did it yeah, I did. It, you did it. Yeah. Every Jordan, time. Every, every time. time. Yeah. Can you go? Uh, can you not go? Um. When I say how's your week been, and he goes, um. um. <laughs> Carry on. It's been busy. Um. Oh Christ! I've been trying to get things done. It's listening to Darren Moore's interviews all the time. Jesus. But it's it's been busy. I've got a lot done, just pottering around the house. But also got some couple of ideas. You've seen. A couple of them that sprouted over the weekend doing my little driving thing and it seems to have gone down well. Um, it's, just, it's just been fun doing it, actually, because it's something a bit different and it's, it's yeah, nice like to do something different. The only problem is what I've found is the game doesn't have a lot of the places where we play in terms of cities. So I may have to just drive somewhere from Europe back to Sheffield. But that could be fun as well. Yeah, I, like, I think that's a really good idea, to be honest, mate. Actually, for a series, mm. that's a really good idea. So well, for I'll... me, because I don't drive. It's for me, oh. it's like it's like discovering places because I don't drive. Mm. It's fun. Like, God yeah. help me if I suddenly, my fit suddenly went away and I drove, uh, you wouldn't be giving me a license. <laughs> no, I was going to say, oh, yeah, I said, that's the point. I was like, do you not drive? And then I was like, of course you don't drive. Because... That'd be yeah. fun. Yeah. Jake, you need to stop. Oh, he's not conscious. Uh... <laughs> That's a good point. That is a good point. I've just realised that if we ever go to events, I'm probably going to have to take us everywhere. Um, then again, I assume you get driven around as well. Yeah, so I that's, that's And helpful. the peasant mobile. Fair enough. Fair How's enough. your week been? Um, very busy. Ah, ah for God's <laughs> Foiled by my own, my Watch own it. thing. It's been a um, a good week. I'm lying. It's not. It's been a ridiculously busy week. Uh, six days sucks, but I really enjoy my end of week. So it's uh, it's not too bad when it gets to the end of the week. Just but wait yeah. till you see the pay packet at the end of the month. It'll be worth it. Hopefully. Put, it, Hopefully. put it in the savings and then get the house that you want. Indeed. Being an adult sucks, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. It, like, it, like, it they didn't prepare sucks. you for this. No. At, at school, it's like, you'll go get a job and you'll do this. No one mentioned taxes. No one mentioned mortgages. No one mentioned responsibilities. Don't start me off on tax in a minute. Just <laughs> oh, saying, carry on. <laughs> no one taught you this. And it's one of my bugbears, which I think it should be done taught in school. There's some subject that you could just knock on the head and go, right, we're going to just teach you about life and how it is and how finances work. It Politics would be more, and misinformation. Yeah. Do you know what would be great? To actually realise when somebody is lying so yeah. people didn't just believe everything that politicians said and then decided that the ones that are actually telling the truth or making sense, oh, they must be lying. 
then again, there is probably a bit of like, oh, I, I hear what I want to hear in all of that. But it could be done with yeah. teaching in schools a little bit more because you can give an unbiased percent. You can just teach facts, you know, yeah. and then decide which politicians are lying, which would be helpful. Um, but, yeah. Where did we get onto that from? How has my week been? That's uh, that's some pent-up aggression there, isn't I it? D- I mentioned taxes and you just went. Yeah, that's true. To be that's fair, they did, they did give us that last week and everyone just went, oh, so you're going back on what you said. Okay. Yeah, but again, they... Right, I'm not starting. Just Don't fail doubt. free to skip not over worth it. it. I'll skip over it. But again, they've managed to turn the working class against the working class when it's not the working class's issue because they go, oh, what about those that were furloughed? Let's blame them. It's always... Turning, it's their ploy is to turn the working class against the working class so they don't look what's happening up there. And everybody who's working class now thinks they're middle class anyway and thinks it doesn't sit to them. So it's sort of like one of those. Yeah. If you ever want to pick of it, it's Malcolm Tucker Eck, uh, like demon of phenomenology. Should we talk about football? Because this ain't going to get any better, right? No, it's not. Right. Um, So if you want to play Plymouth this week, Oh, uh, we've got no, I've, got house, I've got house. I've got house talk. I'll keep it to do. Sorry, 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 sorry. We have got a review. Um, so, uh, Ropey MJ leaves us a review on Apple Podcast. Five stars. I think he once gave us a four star, and this is counts as a new review because it's an updated with five stars. Thank you, Ropey MJ. He says, "Nice, nice podcast. Really enjoy the listen. Two Wednesday fans who talk sense and have a great laugh together." MJ Owls. Thank you very much, Thank mate. Very Appreciate much, it. Mate. Remember, you can leave your five-star review on Apple Podcasts and we will read it out here on the podcast as long as it's five-star. I thought it was five-star last time, which is why I read it out, just saying, but then we, we've corrected it. It's all good. The, the world balances. Um, and also housekeeping. I am streaming Leicester versus Natalie this Thursday night. Na- Natalie? Who's Natalie? <laughs> why, why are they playing Natalie, the poor lass? I don't I know. Napoli. Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine? Just lining up against the last call, Natalie. Um... <laughs> But yeah, that, that no eleven member lack oh, on hey, that. Where you going that. with this? I, I wasn't going there. I don't think you could put that on BT. No, I don't think you could either. But yes, we're going to be uh, streaming Leicester versus Napoli on the channel. Dexterity watches coming back. There's not enough Wednesday on TV at the minute, so I'll be doing that for your That'd dexterity drink. All of that. It'll be a f- fun little evening. Just because I want to, I want to stream again. Also, streaming. I'm not going to lie. Streaming is one of the biggest things that helps the channel grow. It's like we see so many new people join the channel, um, and that benefits the podcast as well. So, get some good conversation going as well. Indeed, YouTube.com/slash Dexterity Box, and um, you come and join us Thursday night for Leicester versus Napoli. Uh, also, there's some. Membership things happening next month. There's there's going to be at the end of every month now. If we've got some members only behind the scenes stuff for the from the podcast, me and Punk have a chat before the podcast and catch up. And sometimes we say funny stuff, occasionally funny stuff inverted commas. That stuff's going to go for the YouTube members um, behind the behind the memberships. It's not going to go behind a specific paywall. So even if you're the ninety nine P tier, you will get that. And it's 99p and up. So, Basically, if you're a member, you get to watch it. Yeah. So every member will get the access to the behind-the-scenes clips. Just see a little bit more of us, pretty much, that wasn't intended to go out on camera. But we thought, you know what? Our members can see this, because why not? Yeah. Anyway. Sheffield Wednesday played Plymouth this week. <laughs> Jesus. Mm. 
I mean, um, I'm very open to say that sometimes our fans overreact, but yeah. yeah. I, in usual fashion, I'll do this part. Yeah, go on, Jay. And we were shambolic at the back. We really were dreadful. And it shows you that this team still has a lot of work to do. And the thing that I got is we know back in the day, Bailey Peacock Fowler had mistakes in him like this all the time. And we've seen it a couple of times for their first goal that he'll come to punch it. And for me, I want him to catch it. Because least then when he catches it, he can then redistribute it. Punching it just puts it on a break. And it was just a poor punch. I wouldn't say the punch is partly to blame now, though. Because what I'm trying to do is, as you're describing this, I'm watching the highlights again and reminding it, you know, so we can have an in-live reaction as well. So, yeah. Um, Looking at it the way they cut it down the left, it's not his punch that gets him. Oh. It's his panic after it. He... Jack Hunt got put on his ass for that, mm. a well ball. He literally got put yeah. around and he sat on his backside. Talking about uh, Jack Hunt, maybe his legs losing a little bit. Oh, yeah, he just, yeah, straight yeah. down. Ball comes in from the left. Peacock Farrell goes for sort of, It's almost like he's trying to... It's middle of a catch and a punch, mm. you know, really. He's in two minds. He's jumping up over the defence, and the defence needs to make a decision there, but the keeper comes in, calls for it, and it just... The, and the fact that he goes to try and, like... It's the run, mate. It's the panicked yeah. run. That's what gets it, because that is when the, 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 the striker can see him doing it, he can see what's happening, and he just flicks it over his head, and it's there. If Peacock Farrell decides that he's going to... He's punched it, he's me- messed it up... If he goes, no, I can't run at this player because that could yeah. happen. I know what he's trying to do. He's trying to recover from his mistake. Yeah. But running for it. He's also trying to make himself big. the reason big. he got it over there. Yeah. He's also trying to make himself big. But fair play for the Plymouth player to actually have the wearer to go, yo, I'm not going to dink this over your head. Yeah. And it set the tone a little bit. You could tell the defence was a little bit rocked by this because he'd been pretty solid. It was like, oh, hang on, have we not got him today? in a sense, while we were going. The problem we had is we had a lot of the ball in that first half. And it, it the passing was okay, but it was sideways in our own half. Mm. Not going forward, not going where you need it to. In, in my review, I even turned around, I think I turned, said that Barry Bannon was going round in circles like he was in Swindon doing the roundabouts because he just couldn't find position. And they knew what to do. They knew you isolate him, you can't play. The second goal was a silly free kick. The giveaway. I just don't know. Yeah, but it's it's not even just giving the silly free kick away. Watching it come in, why the hell? He does. He gets it on his instep. He scores I, on his I instep. I don't. Who? Why are you leaving that much space? Yeah. How is he getting round you? How is he beating the defensive line? Clearly, he's not going to be offside, and he's literally running like he's from an yeah. attacking position. You've given you're giving him so much space. There was no effort for him to do. He literally the ball literally landed on his instep, and it was in. Mm. And that was when the most of this game, like at the back, as soon as that one went in, you're like, this ain't going to be good because we need to make changes. I'm in trying the to second work out that- who got put on their arse there because it looks, I don't know who it is because quality of cameras is not great at League One, let's be honest. <laughs> um, but somebody who's defending that, whoever lost this man there, just gets put on his arse and he comes round him. You need to press him better because yep. you're giving him all that space to cut through. And the defence just gets split open. Hutchinson's a passenger and 
It's just not yeah. good enough for that second yeah. goal. That's that is something that should be do, done on the training ground, defending from set pieces. All there. all the videos we've seen this week while we've not had a game is shooting, 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 shut up, dog. Shooting, shooting. And yeah, people say, oh, the happy smiles and stuff. They'll know what they've done wrong as soon as they got in that dressing room. And Darren Moore will think, in the second half, we changed it up. We brought on attacking players. We brought Shadipo on for Jack Hunt. And Palmer went to right back, which you yeah. like. And yes, Marvin Johnson went to left back. I'm still, the, 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 I'm still not sure about Johnson yet. I have it, I, what I've seen so far, he's okay, but I think we might still need to look at free market agency to, for that position. I'm still not 100% sure. Left back area still seems a ropey area for us. Well, the, the thing that I was seeing in the fan base is fans were saying, put Brown there, not Palmer. And I'm like, no, put Palmer at right back. And if you want to put, put Brown, Brown on. put Brown at left back. Yeah. Because Hunt's, Hunt's clearly, we've seen we, he, he can get left on his arse, right? If we're in certain games now, like that where we're chasing a game, you need to put Palmer there, bring Brown to the back and go attacking, you know? Yeah. Put put Brown there because then we've got overlapping down that left-hand side. Yeah. As well Corbin, as the right-hand side. Corbinu and Berahino came on and we did have a bit where we had some attacking play and I don't know how that went in because it was just a melee in the box. I think mm. one of the shots actually hit the keeper in the head and then he just carried on. And then for their last goal, we literally just gave up because we're walking. You see one of the players, he's just literally walking back. There's no urgency. It's like right near the end of the game. He knows it's done. Sod it. And that kind of performance isn't great. And I said it was a shambles and it wasn't great. But it's also six games in. I'd rather get the performances now and get it fixed early doors. The mm. only worrying thing, is, again, it's a game where we've gone behind. Yeah. Yeah, and it is. And I'm just I'm just looking at the way they got it through the midfield. It's from us not being good in enough possession. We'd talk about third goal a little bit more. <laughs> it's just us passing it through and just making our own problems, right? It yeah. comes from it pretty much comes from Wednesday trying to get a counter going and then we're not good enough at pressing them and they can they've got so much space. That for me is the sign of needing a solid defensive performance. Yeah. Now, we, Bailey Peacock Farrell's just come off the back of an international break, quality yeah. international break, right? So he obviously goes straight back in, but people are saying should Dunkley come back in because he looked good when he was he last played for us. What's going on? What what do you think? What do you think it, needs to change for Wednesday at the minute? The one thing we definitely need is we definitely need to have a a Dario. Oh. Bloody hell, I've messed his name up. Dennis back in that holding midfield because when we don't have a holding midfielder, we really struggle. And this game showed it that if you had that person to break it down and get the counter going and go from that, it helps. I'm hearing people say put Hutz there and I don't want to see Hutz there. Hutz is better at the back. He's a lot steady. He's a lot more calculated. You put Hutz there, you're probably not seeing get that yellow and red card he used to get a lot. And yeah. he's more likely going to get injured if he plays further up. It's when myth, even though Dennis wasn't great and we missed him a lot in terms of it wasn't great to hear that he hadn't picked up a knock. It sounds like it's a muscle strain, so he should be back for Saturday. But we don't have Mass, Mass back at the minute. He's injured. We don't have another player for that position. We've got two players for two positions and they're two players already gone. 
Completely. I'll uh, I'll sum up what I think needs to happen while you silence whatever's just been pinging, sir. Um, yes, I am going to. So <laughs> we there's a lot of talk at the minute, and there's this. There seems to be this Wednesday fan meltdown when ever we lose. And I do think a 3-0 pummeling from a defensive performance is... I, th- I think Plymouth played the match well. You know, Wednesday didn't really offer enough. And I think going forward, we just... We need to we need to be cautious that there's like 14 new signings in this side. They need time to gel. We can't just expect it to be immediate. And a lot of our matches, I think four of our matches so far, right, have been away. Yeah. You know, we've not played at home. I looked this season and like I was like, we're not at home that much, you know, and, this, and this first couple of months. Is it our net, I think it's one at home and then our next five games are now away. I don't I understand. Sh- I think the latter half of the season, we're pretty much going to be Fortress Hillsborough. And that's the hope. You want that. When you have got that run at the second half of the season, most of our home matches there. But we do seem to be away a lot at the minute. Mm. And, and the annoying thing is a lot of the night matches seem to be the ones that are at Hillsborough. And I'm yes. like, they're really annoying. <laughs> Why aren't the Saturday ones at Hillsborough? But it's... Moore's is end it, of it. Should we, should we panic? Should we be panicking? I don't think we should be panicking yet. It's early days. It's six games in. Moore's obviously seen this and knows that there's an issue. He's, he didn't want to make the subs as early as he did, but he had to. He had to go for it. He had to try and get something in that game. The problem I've got is that we had a mental f- problem last season where we started on a run and if the team went ahead of us, we couldn't get ahead of, we couldn't get back. This is the mm-hmm. first game we see where our head just went. That's, that was the worrying thing for me as well. Heads dropping. We, as you just said, we struggled with it so much last season. That is the thing I would be worried about. The mm-hmm. fact that we can't seem to claw back from behind even now. I don't think it's time to start ringing the panic bell, right? I saw but people I think... saying sack him, and that's like, that's stupid. People have been waiting to say that since he was appointed, though. So uh, it's just, it's one of those situations where we've got to see how it goes for a little while. Think about all the positivity that's been around the club. Some people yeah. are going, I don't want to see any smiley faces coming from training. Let's just focus on I'm like, let's just... We've not played 10 matches yet. Let's see what happens after 10 matches. And also, it's a case of we need this squad to gel a little bit. So sit down, not panic stations yet. To 3 the ones is not the... ideal, but we'll sort it. To the ones who were turning around, so I don't want to see smiling faces at training stuff. I remember when it was fourth the area and Winnell trying to batter each other. I'd rather mm. see smiling faces. At least then that showed that they're in a happy environment and they're ready to do the work. For you know, we don't know what we what they were smiling at. Also, in no training with it, I absolutely love that Callum Patterson is just like the class clown with most of them when he's tackling players. <laughs> yeah, no, I like I like that the, the 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 club's getting on. You know, if the if the lads are getting on with each other, it's more of a it's more of a team spirit to actually fight yeah. for each other. And I do think that behind the manager, the one thing that we don't want to do, this is the thing that's really important as fans. We need to make sure that we don't start getting on the manager's back. Yeah. Because if we do that, then players see that. Now they're all on social media. They'll see that more. And they'll think they've got more of the rights to down tools because nobody respects the manager anyway. So it's kind of that balance. We're going to do it to ourselves. We've managed, we, we do put ourselves in some tricky situations as fans. We need to be a little bit more cautious with this one, I think, going forward. Yeah. Right. Enough of that. 
enough of that. Let's let's move on. Um, Sheffield Wednesday make a new appointment to help Darren Moore's promotion push. This is from Examiner Live. Sheffield Wednesday have recruited Steve Doyle as their new head of analysis. He will head up the department designed to support the work of Darren Moore and the club's coaching staff. Doyle left his role at Rangers, where he's been technical and domestic scout for the Scottish Giants since 2019 to come to Wednesday. Before his time as part of Gerrard's setup at the Ibrox, Doyle has worked for 12 years at Derby County, working under managers such as Lampard, McLaren, Clement and Gary Rowett into in the roles of head of academy performance analysis, head of academy performance analysis and first team tactical tactical analyst even. Always makes me read that twice with the way analyst is spelt. Um in his final season at Pride Park, oh, blah, 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 the Derby Reed Championship playoff yeah. final, look at where they are now. Uh, but it's it seems like a good appointment in terms it's of analysis. Smart. Analysis is really important in the game. Really in, in, important. In this modern day game as well. And I yeah. think the more analysis we can get to do things and see where things are happening, how things... There was a great bit from uh, Fizz. He nutmegged Dunkley. And they put the analysis up on Instagram with Instagram stories, and it said you gotta leave, you gotta leave your legs a little bit shut there, mate. And it's like that kind of banter, even on Instagram, you want to see. But the fact that they're using this to look at things a bit careful, and this is thing we haven't seen in a while. This, I, I want to say, attention to detail in this area where you've got to look at every last little bit. And I think mm-hmm. that's going to help us in the long run going for, but forward. Because if we can look at things in training, then look at things in games and then put them both together and set up the situation to why, you never know, this week they may just do crosses. Just go, why did this not happen? Do set piece defending, you've got to move here. They'll have that to look and go, this is where. And the fact that he's also got a scouting background, you never know. There might be a couple of players he already knows about that might, he might be able to go, look, there's this player. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a good enough uh, summing up of it, really, mate. It's it's not something that you can talk too deeply about it, apart from an analytics a part of all the game. It's what you watch punditry for. It's what you watch on uh, in half time and things like yeah. that when they're summing up the game. They are the people that take that to the absolute extreme in the clubs and work out every little bit. And if that can help us on the pitch, that'll be brilliant. Hopefully, it's a good appointment. I do. For Wednesday. I do know uh, analyst up in Scotland who I might be able to ask to see if he could come on the podcast to talk about analysing games and how they do it. Yeah, cool. In in terms of like a, that, and now you've said that it'll be on another podcast next week. Well, you so can well cut done. it. <laughs> no, I won't. it's fine. I'm only having it. I'm yeah. only teasing. Um, but yeah, so we uh, we do need. We do need to actually, we do know a couple of analysts, actually. It would be worth mm. having a chat about. I want to structure the episode a little bit differently there. So, oh, he says, I could, he also says I can cut stuff, not realising that I've literally got like 20 minutes after this to, oh, to put yeah. all this together I'm and used go. To, I'm used to the old thing. Then again, you, yeah. forgot to cut, you forgot to cut me going out the other day. I did, so. yeah. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you didn't like say anything too bad. Because I did oh, have a timestamp last week for like 44 minutes or whenever it was when his little girl was making noise or something and he went out to say night or something. At least he didn't say anything too bad in that gap because it would have been left in. Um, anyway, this is from the examiner again. Well done, Dom. You've got most of the Wednesday stories this week. So it is Dom just doing the Wednesday stuff at the examiner, isn't it? I yeah, I'm pretty it sure it's just Dom. So. 
Glenn Johnson makes Berahino claim after previously criticising the Sheffield Wednesday striker. Quote, Glenn Johnson has claimed that Berahino is capable of making an impact at Wednesday, despite previously criticising the forward. It has been a whirlwind year, few years for Berahino, who left Stoke City to join Zult Wergram in 2019 after a disappointing spell in Staffordshire where he struck just five times in 56 appearances. Right, I'm going to get over all the journalist jargon and see yeah. what he actually said. Okay, this is the quote. Obviously, I worked with him for a while. And obvi- oh, it's from bettingodds.com, actually. We could have read the full article on there. Now, Jake, you will do that in future. Uh, yes. Obviously, I worked with him for a while, and obviously I haven't seen him for a few years, so I don't know whether he's booked up his ideas or not, but he's capable of scoring goals. It's all about him, really. If he gets his head right and wants to work hard and to perform, then I believe he can. It's up to him. He's got a lifeline. He's got another opportunity. Let us show what he can do. So it's nice to know that Glenn Johnson said exactly what we said last week. So... Yeah. Cool. At the end of at the end of the day, I a lot of people were, I saw some people saying, Oh, he don't look fit. He's not been in the country long. He's only come back recently. Let's give the lad a chance, for God's sake. People expect everybody to just walk in and just be yeah. fine on the debut. We'll see what happens. I'm I, I'm very wary of the fact that a lot of um West Brom fans and Stoke fans came in and said, be careful, Berahino's very much all talk, so he might yeah. talk nice in his interviews. I'm not going to get done over in his interviews. As I said last week, I'm like, I'm not, I will judge him on what he does on the What pitch. I will say, yeah. I would like to see us play with two up top soon. Yeah, we were talking about it, this. Because if one up top is not working. In certain games like Plymouth, we do get lost, you know. Uh, yeah. In, in certain matches where we seem to be up against it, when it does seem like we've got one more focal point at the front, uh, just one focal point at the front, sorry, it does seem to like we do lose a lot so of that I, momentum I think going this forward. game was 4 2 3 1 at the weekend. Something like that. So, so, sounds right. I may yeah. have put, yeah, it's, it was something like that, and it just didn't work. But I know we were missing we were missing our central defensive midfielders. That's probably why it wasn't working. Obviously, Luongo and Adeniran or Adeniran not being in the team. Oh, what about Adi Owen? Just leaving that one. <laughs> uh, uh, but <laughs> I wonder if you're going to do that. Adeniran <laughs> uh, and that it's going to be quite a big miss. But yeah. We'll see what happens when they come back in. Galvin yeah. signs a new deal. So next topic, defender Ryan Galvin has extended his contract with Sheffield Wednesday until 2023. This is all taken from the club's website. The 20-year-old is currently on loan with National League North Sile Gloucester City. Side, not Sile. I've noticed <laughs> that on some podcast recently when I've been like get, getting back from working a bit tired. Yeah. I've been slurring words into one sentence. <laughs> um, Apologies. Where he signed on a one-month loan deal back in August. We can confirm that Galvin has also extended his loan spell with the Tigers until January. The young fullback has made six appearances for Gloucester this season. Galvin joined Wednesday in January 2020 after impressing during a trial spell with our under-23s. Good to see. Good to He's see. He's a good player. Um, yep. He's up and coming and that's the kind of player you want to see. I have a funny feeling when they change their attitude for how young players go forward now. Because if you get your academy right, you can also you can get it that you get players coming through who want to play for the club, but you can also get it that they make money for a club. And that's the one thing we haven't done in years is in player sales. Yes, people don't like it when you sell a player, but that's how football works. If we have sold your Gideon Shaw for proper money with proper contracts, 
we could have probably got a good amount of money for him than what we got for the training. Yeah, you've got to you've got to do this with Galvin. If you're showing promise on loan, you've got to you've got to extend the contract and make sure he's a, he becomes a club asset and we don't just let them all go for nothing. That's that's good business. Another one is Wild uh, joins Gainsborough on loan. Young Owls midfielder Liam Waldock has joined Gainsborough Trinity on a one-month loan. So we obviously wish him all the best. Hopefully he yep. can come back and, and get some experience under his, his also, belt. Also, on the on the academy lot, uh, hope Connor Kirby gets better soon because he had a horrific lead break. Yeah, so Connor Kirby, obviously, if you're not following the academy too much, our youth, we've been asked to speak about the youth a little bit more. Yeah. Connor Kirby's not part of our youth anymore, but he used to no. be. He came through our academy. He went to Harrogate Town, who is now on loan. He's gone on loan from Harrogate somewhere, and I forgot exactly, but he has had a leg break. What was it? It's break? a double. It's a double fracture, I think. Yeah, it's quite a big injury. So all the best with him. Hopefully, he can he can kick on and recover. And come back stronger, that old that old chest the, the come back stronger, but yeah, we do we do mean it. So come yeah. back and hopefully he can Wednesday lad, hopefully he can kick up his career after this. Nice to see the club actually rough. putting something out and saying it. Yeah. That it that's something that we haven't been good at in the past as well, just looking at I what still old don't players. Th- I still think we should have loaned him rather than sold yeah, him. Yeah, same. I released him even, sorry, but yeah. I know what you mean. Hagen seals loan move to Hampton and Richmond. Charles Hagen has signed on loan for National Conference side. How? Uh, National Conference South side. <laughs> Hampton and Richmond Borough. Hagen will stay with the Beavers. Interesting. Until uh, a bit, bit old for the Beavers, isn't he? Uh, until January <laughs> and could make his debut against Ebbsfleet at the Beverly Stadium on Saturday. Okay, cool. So we're not using Charles Hagen this season then, even though we thought we might be. I don't think we need him. We've got a few strikers now. Mm. Then again, they could score, could have scored against Plymouth and it would have helped us out. So, a little bit of a League One roundup for you. We're just going to go through the scores this week. Because there's, there's been a few interesting ones in League One this week. Eric. As in, Lincoln beat Cambridge 5-1. Then Cheltenham beat Charlton 2-1. It's becoming like a championship. Anyone could beat anybody yeah. in this league. Bolton beating Ipswich 5-2. What What's is going on with, with Ipswich? Ipswich. It just I thought they were going to win the league. It's like they've got all these it's players in and it's just not worked yet. Yeah. Um, That's it. That, that is the one thing I was worried about. I said, if they gel, they are winning the league because mm. they've got, they have bought, they've done the best business. However, they're building a team and it's just, they've not, They've not glued together. They've not I'm got that cohesion. I'm worried about it, Switch, because just... Oh, no. What, I know what you're about to say. I know, I know what the like of playing. And if they don't get this right, their fans are going to go properly toxic if they haven't oh, already. Oh, you're not. Well, I'm not, not going about. to say that, no. I thought you were about to say that in two weeks' time, we play them in the show. And the Sheffield Wednesday thing is when Wednesday play a no. team that's struggling. <laughs> we're the ones that. No, we're not going there. No. <laughs> Oops. Not at all. Right. Yeah, MK Dons beat Portsmouth one nil. Morecambe Wimbledon was a seven goal game with Wimbledon a... going four three. And the winner was here on the 94th minute for Wimbledon. Yeah, ridiculous. Oxford United drew 0-0 with Wickham. 
<laughs> Plymouth beat Sheffield Wednesday 3-0. Uh, Fleetwood beat Rotherham 4-2. Another shock. Yep, again. Shrewsbury, oh, uh, remember when we beat Fleetwood and Rotherham were saying that um, you've not beat anybody that is yep. going up yet? Yep. Mm, interesting. So Shrewsbury, as the it's you probably really digging holes with our rivals, aren't you? Is uh, it's only banter. It's not. They're not even <laughs> rivals. Come on. I know. I know. I know. Uh, is that even worse to them though? That I've just said that they're not even rivals. <laughs> probably. No, I think, uh, I think they don't see us as rivals. No, it's just they're, they're not. Though are they? We've got our rivals, United, and I guess Leeds get drawn into that. So. Mm. Uh, Shrewsbury and Crew one all. Sunderland beat Accrington Stanley uh, uh, two one, and Wigan beat Doncaster two one. So um, another club who's in trouble. Yeah, yeah. They don't. They don't so. look good. So I'm not trying to dig out any of our fans. I'm not trying to start something. I'm not trying to get political here, right? For one, but fans. And I say this in quotation marks because it's not, it's a loud section of the social media corner of the internet saying that in two weeks' time we should boycott Ipswich. And the reason they're saying, and it's, it's make, making the rounds, I think it's popping its way onto the forums. It's definitely all yeah. over Twitter. We should, um, we should boycott Ipswich because they're trying to make their ground a little bit more COVID secure. Now, whatever you think about COVID, I'm done. I'm done telling you basic facts, right? I'm, I, I'm not going down that road. The thing is, they said that we'd like a proof of a lateral flow or proof of double vaccination. I understand you can still carry it if you're vaccinated, right? Yeah. However, for me, this is a venue having a duty of care and they're going, well, if everybody in the venue has got a negative lateral flow or double vaccinated, then even if people are deciding that they want to take their own risk if they're not vaccinated and going in. We're not then responsible for those people getting COVID off somebody that is double vaxxed and maybe mm. is carrying it. Because if everybody in there is vaccinated or negative, then they don't get COVID. You know, that's a, that for me is a venue's right under this current system to do it. Because you can't go around going, I don't have to wear a mask, that's my freedom. And then say, you can't make me wear a mask to come in your privately funded venue, which, oh, I've got to buy a ticket for this. And then, oh... Actually, you can make decisions. It's like me saying, it's like me, you know, welcoming you into my house, but saying, can you take your shoes off? And you go, I'm not taking my shoes off in your house. I'm like, well, you're not coming in my house then. Yeah. It's the simple thing. For me, that's what it is. It's also the same thing to a point where the fans have been calling for a refund after the Plymouth game. You decided Mm -hmm. to go to the game. There's no guarantee we were going to win. You go for the day. If the result great, fantastic. If the result bad, you'd had a day out. But you don't. The club doesn't deserve to give you a refund. Yes, it was five hundred ninety miles to get down there. I understand that. But you still chose to go down there. You could have not gone. I've also seen some disgusting things in like in some of those those conversations about people going. Well, what about about you know like just saying I, I I'm no I know why you might think this is a thing with you know your freedom and what all that is, but. I've not been able to go to a game since the match has come back because I've got a compromised immune system. If everyone was double back, vaxxed or got a lateral flow there, you know, it makes everything a little bit safer or they've got, yeah. or, you know, they go, I've not been really feeling that comfortable because I've got vulnerable people at home. But that, you know, and I, it's one of those where I'm like, you've got to look at the other side. And then, then those people are just shutting them down going, well, you don't go to the game then. And it's like, well, no, no, what Ipswich are telling you is you don't go to the game. 
Yeah, that's if not you don't what you've have, if you don't you're have not, this, you're not going. And I'm sorry, like, you can't have it both ways, you know? And I, I'm again, I am stressing, I am not going on about the point that whether you think the vax passport thing is a thing because you can still carry it and be vaccinated. If you are in an enclosed vet, if you're in a venue with a certain amount of people and all of them are vax, then that venue has to take no responsibility for anybody getting COVID because they said, well, we've everybody's vaccinated here or they're negative. You know what I mean? So they can, they can perfectly say that they have not let somebody in who's unvaccinated, who's got COVID and then suffered from it. You know, mm. they are taking a responsibility and sort of saving some people from themselves in their eyes. And that is their right to do that, just as it is your right to not go. So if that is your thing, boycott it. But yeah. I don't, I, why do we have you to? Can... We're grown adults. We don't need, there's people, there's people in the East begging for this vaccine. And we're just going on about how great it is that we, we, we can just, because basically it's our freedoms that we don't have to take it and we can be real edgy, right? And whether you want it or not, I don't care. It's your body. Just stop being an arse to people about it, right? Because you don't usually get the pushback from somebody like this. And yes, I'm probably being something you would probably find I'm being a little bit of an arse towards you here. But I'm just sick of the people that I'm sick of, like, I've genuinely had friends who've, like, not worn a mask. Uh, you've yeah. worn a mask, still wearing a mask in shops and had people going up to them going, Oh, why are you wearing that? Are you, a, are, you, are, you, are you scared of freedom? Do you know? I've are you, like, it. are you, you, you're licking the boot sort of <laughs> thing? I'm, I'm just like, no, they're trying to. They're doing a personal choice, yeah. and you are coming up to them and disrespecting their personal choice. Like, so you know what? If your personal choice is not to get the vaccine, understand that you will be, you will be, you will be not allowed into yeah. some venues that would like you to do that. It'll just be on the as... back of tickets, Sims. You watch on the back of tickets. It will say, "For this, if you don't have this, you don't get in." They'll start putting it on the back of tickets soon, saying yeah. that. Thing is, I've had it the other way where I don't wear masks due to my condition. It actually kind of aggravates it and cause more mm-hmm. fits. So I've got my lanyard. I put my lanyard on. I go into the shop. I've had people walk up to go, why have you got a mask on? I've got a condition. It's like, what is it? Like, well, it's, you can't see it. I think this all comes down to the point that people are a bit crap. Mm. Um, we've found some gems in our community I'm not going to lie some people that respect each other's opinions and people also understand it. I know that the only grief I'll get off this is from the people that don't watch our stuff right it's like I'm like well you'll know that if you're in this community that even if you've got different views on all of that to me it doesn't mean I don't respect you right it doesn't mean we can't have conversations about it I just mean lo- logically looking at it you can't have a a problem when clubs are making making a decision on these things, you know? Yeah. Because we are still, we are still in a pandemic, even though it doesn't look like it outside. You know, we are still in that. Mm. And if the government won't take responsibility and things on stuff, because the problem is we were saying the government were acting fast enough. This is actually a club's trying to be a little bit responsible on themselves. A club's taking yeah. it upon themselves. And if we go into another lockdown in October, we'll say, well, they were ahead of the game. You can know. you also can you also think of the business side? They don't want to get another lockdown. They want to have as much revenue coming in. So if they can have it that they keep the gates open, because there were so many clubs who lost so much money, us including, when there were no fans in. Exactly. This you is them what? thinking. This is them thinking business wise and looking after other people. At the end of the day, I guess what I'm saying is you are all entitled to your own views. Yeah, you know, uh, I won't be patronizing. I won't be patronizing. I won't <laughs> be like, I won't get into the science conversation because that will sound like I'm coming off like that. And I don't mean, I don't. I, honestly, I don't mean it to be like that. What I'm saying is, at the end of the day, the, respect a club's decision and their right to do it. 
right. their club. If, if we're talking about if we're talking about personal freedoms, we're also talking about personal freedoms of the people that own and run clubs and decide mm-hmm. what's best for them and their staff and the people in their venues. End of story. Yeah. Right. Upcoming matches. So we've only got one match before we talk to you next time. It is Again. against. Yes, exactly. Uh, hopefully soon that'll change. But we have got uh, Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury. We've got Shrewsbury Town. And they are 21st in League One. Not having a great season. Uh, need a match to turn their season around, really, Shrewsbury. Um, they could do with, you know, coming facing a team that could really help turn their fortunes around. So this this could be the match for them. They've got a they've got four points. Ouch. Really? One you win. Go there? One draw. <laughs> five losses. They got a that, draw at the weekend. Yeah, drew against Crow Alexandra. Or yeah. You struggled with that one. I did. I can't get my words out today. Sam Cosgrove's potentially their biggest threat with two goals this season so far. Was he How the one feeling? we were linked with? Mm-hmm. Is he the one on loan from one Birmingham? Yeah. How are yeah. you? Uh, how are you feeling about this one? What are you thinking? Um, it all depends which Wednesday turn up. Mm-hmm. If the Wednesday get Plymouth turn up, oh dear. If the Wednesday that we've seen in the last couple of games, we should be all right. And it's a different thing. If they're at our place, we probably play better. Yeah, I don't disagree. The the thing is we. These kind of games, we're going to have it now, and I can see it, where we're, we're very bad at being consistent as a club. We have been for so many years. We've done this whole lose, win, win two, then lose a load. We need to get into that winning mentality where we can keep a run going, or at least draw and then build on that. The thing is, if we play how we did before the Morgan game, we'll be fine. Personally. Yeah, it's not been great since that Morgan game, though, has it? No. So. Let's see what happens. We'll be talking about it next week for sure. Hopefully, hopefully a much more positive light. Let's go to the community. So we didn't put a community tab up this week. I've been really, really busy. If there's not a community tab, get in our Discord. We've been having some yes. great chats in there. I've not pulled too much. I've not, yeah, I've not pulled anything from the Discord this week because uh, there was so much in there that there wasn't really topics to pull out. Well, there was, but so much to go through. So thank you for that. But get in there. And if we're really struggling for a community section, we'll do that. But today we're not because I did pull a couple from previous ones. So this was uh, one from Maple Leaf who said, Dex and Jake, is there anyone from last season currently are uh, currently not currently at the club that you wish were in this team? Somehow everyone that stayed, I wanted to stay. And everyone that went, I'm fine to see them and wouldn't want them back. Feel strange to prefer a League One roster to a Championship roster. I'd like to have kept Matt Penny. I'd have liked to have kept Urigidi if all the Celtic thing yes. happened. That that would have been my choice. But a lot of that squad, I there's no one I really wanted to stay. Uh, possibly Westwood, but even then, we it, we weren't co- seeing much. It was out coming of it. to an end. Yeah, yeah and. It's interesting looking at the players that we've let go. Look at how many haven't still haven't got clubs. There's it's not true. many that have got clubs. Let's let's have a look. How many has actually got clubs? Well, reaches at West Brom. Um, hey. Pen is. What is a, what is she going on about? 
No idea. I just said to say obese. If you if you didn't pick that up on the noise gate, like Jake's Alexa it, just started going off. It bloody muted. You're you've got some gremlins in that room today, mate. Um. So yeah. Penny's gone to QPR, so has had a bad joke. No, he hasn't. Penny's gone to Ipswich. Of course he has. Adabajo's gone to QPR. Yes. Sorry. Uh, he said that was such sorry, a question. Sorry, that was so, <laughs> such, such that was so angry. Uh, <laughs> Reach has gone to West Brom. Lees and Rhodes, Huddersfield. Uh, this is me just off the top of my head now. Let me have a look. Uh, Hang on. This is all, that was all off the top of my head. I'm trying to think. Who else we had? Um, All transfers. What's his name? Kachunga's at Bolton. Yep. Pella Petty's somewhere in Turkey. Yeah. So actually, Jake, you're talking crap. Most of them have got teams. Yeah, I am. Talking at my backside. Nothing new there, though. Yeah, I'm going to say nothing new there. So uh, the last community topic for today is from Robbie BCFC. Top three best signers this summer. Adoniran, Peacock Farrell, Um, well, they're my first two as well, which is a shame. Don't really matter, does it? Um, Lee Gregory for me. Who else did we sign? Who else did we sign? We Fires, signed so many. Wing. And you think about it. Lone, Corbin, you, Jadipo. Yeah, probably Gregory as well. For me, it's really boring, isn't it? But they're yeah. the three that have made the most impact so far. They, maybe they, Brown, maybe Brown for Gregory. Brown's actually Brown's looked quite, good. He yeah. has looked quality. Interestingly, what are your top three in the comment sections? Let us know. Yeah, that'd be good. Let us know in the comment section if you've got to the end of this podcast. Let us know what you do. This is going to be a podcast under an hour, mate. Yeah, I know. We haven't done one of them in so, so long. Happy please, days for you, editing. Please, please watch the breakouts. Please, uh, please watch the podcast uh, if you are an audio listener. I will say, if you want to contact us and you're an audio listener, you listen to all these all the way through in your car, and you don't use YouTube, you don't use Twitter, you don't follow us on all of those. If you want to get your topics in, because I do realize some people don't use that, email talkingwednesdaypodcast at gmail.com. We will check it. Okay. Um, Soph's getting a lot more involved in the community stuff and she's she's gonna like take on a lot more as well with with help with helping us out and doing bits for us. So um there will be a little bit more there. So she's basically just said, just get them to email and make sure you plug the email because she's been telling me for three weeks. So I'm plugging the email. <laughs> there we go. Okay. So yeah, that's it. That's all I've got. Yeah, Unless you've got anything it. else for this week. Yeah, that's it. Been a solid podcast, but enjoyed it. Yeah, nice. We, as we said, we said this at the start of the episode, just because they've ended up being longer podcasts and a couple of our podcasts were like three hours, um, we did say that we aren't going to just try and go for it for no reason. We aren't going to just say we need to get a podcast a certain length mm. because we're going to do this and fill it with crap. Some of you would probably just want us to start making stuff up. We might do certain <laughs> stuff on different podcasts in future, but... The Talking Wednesday podcast is going to be concise, apart from obviously when we're talking about like what we're having for tea or we're talking yeah. about our general waffle at the beginning. Because I feel like as this podcast goes on by like 127, if it ever gets there, we're, the first section of us talking crap is going to probably be like a half an hour, 40 yeah. minutes. And some of the best podcasts I enjoy end up like that. Same. So, you know. Anyway, Same. thank you so much for your support as always. Make sure you keep an eye out for in the community tab for it. I've also just put a Champions League 
Uh, Fantasy League code up. It's a bit different. It's on the UEFA website, but you can get it on your phone. It's an easy enough app. Uh, it's not an actual, I don't think it's got an app, but you can I think it's just a website. Site. Yeah, but it's just something fun to go alongside the Fantasy Premier League, which is also in the community tab. The the code for that is in there if you want to join that. Also, but, I'm still getting people asking where the community tab is. Hit subscribe to the channel and then it'll pop up. Yeah, it's literally just a case of click on Dexterity Box and go across and it's there. Yeah. We've said this a lot. We've said this yeah. a lot, but you know, we're never going to. Reminders help. <laughs> Yeah, and also, as always, uh, like 75% of the people who watch this aren't subscribed, so what are you doing? Mm. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We will see you next week. Come on for a win, please. Yes, take Could care. Could do with it. But for now, we'll see you in the next episode of Talking Wednesday. But yeah.